Yeah, yeah, check one, two, check one, two. Is this mic on? Is this mic on? Hey, listen, man. It's the one and only trendsetter DJ Sense, and you're listening to Cocktails. Dirty Discussions with Kiki and Medina Monroe. Yeah. Today's cocktail is called, I want to do some things to you. So these are the ingredients that you need. You need some bourbon, you need some lime, you need some ginger ale, and you need a cherry. So this is how you're going to make it. I don't really like, I just pour with my hands and I'm a heavy pourer, so I don't like to measure it. So you're going to put some ice in a cocktail shaker, add two shots of bourbon, a splash of the lime, a shot of the ginger ale, and shake all of that and strain it into a martini glass and drop a cherry in that sounds so good to me like i actually really wish we were drinking it right now i could drink um, that one i could drink that that sounds really oh you could drink that one i could drink that one that's not too you many could. ingredients there's no juice in this it's ginger ale and bourbon i love bourbon right I'm to a the southern point mm-hmm mm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so welcome back to Cocktails Dirty Discussions, you guys. Hey, y'all. So um, I noticed that uh, the episode, the last episode, we were getting a lot of feedback. Y'all thought we were going to leave y'all hanging. We <laughs> went on a break. The break is over. Um, yeah. we, we recorded so much the past, like, August and September. We doubled up. So there's not going to be any breaks. We did the work so that y'all could still enjoy it while we took some time to rejuvenate and come back you know refresh yeah <laughs> um sometimes you need that because your creative mind sometimes it needs a break and then when you come back now we're gonna have some juicy cocktails well hopefully um and some great work like different it. content right <laughs> you had they you had time but it made me feel special to see those comments like dang y'all are taking a break i yeah. was like oh y'all really fuck with no, us we're taking a break y'all ain't gotta take a break no 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 yeah. <laughs> we will not do that but yeah it did feel good um we needed some time off just to like B. It's a lot yeah. of work. So um we're back, uh back recording and we'll take another little week off next week. But y'all don't have to worry about that. That's just for us. So when you don't see us posting, maybe we're relaxing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so um this week we actually have a guest. So we'll go ahead mm-hmm. and introduce her before we get into the rest of the show. Weird sex and everything. Y'all, we have T, the creator of Crave. And you will know what Crave is as we get deeper into the show. Y'all know it's a little toy, but we'll go into details. Hey, T, say hey to our listeners. Hi, everybody. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming, girl. I got Mm. questions. Okay, a Mm. lot of questions. So um, how did you tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, Crave? Yeah, so um, I, um, so first of all, I'm from Atlanta, and I went to school at Georgia Tech, and so my background, industrial designer, which means I just make products that people use. So when I started my career as a designer, I was working on products like hairbrushes for women, um, and then I went to design like some recreational stuff like bikes and bike accessories and then furniture. Um, And then I realized like in my profession of designing products, there are so few female designers. And because of that, a lot of products for women, like, for example, tampons, breast pumps, speculum. I mean, and even like the seatbelt. They're not created by women. Yeah. All 100 percent. Wow. Yes. I mean, that's one of the things that people don't realize is that most of our world. That's why there's so many scholarships for women. Do you think? Yeah. Do you think that a woman would be like, yeah, I want to take a wad of cotton and then just shove it up myself? Uh uh-uh no like these things were created by men as a way of 
just, you know, like making do, you know, they mm-hmm. didn't really have women as part of like the design, you know, process and like mm-hmm. just, it just wasn't. So that's what I also observed as a designer. It's like, man, wow. so many things like for women and for moms are not really like, you know, they're marketed towards them, but mm-hmm. they're not really designed for them. And so, you know, when I was about 28, um, I'm 40 now. Um, but when I was 28, I started looking around at products for women and specifically sex toys, because I remember I was going out to buy a sex toy for mm-hmm. myself. I was living in Boston. Uh, I kind of bounced around all over and I walked into a shop and I was trying to look for a toy for myself. I mean, it wasn't like my first time there, but you know, I was like, I want to look, look for something nice. And I looked around and everything was either super phallic or was like these crazy, like rotating thing. I mean, it was just really <laughs> awkward. Cause I was just like, uh, this looks crazy. I don't know if I want that in me or near me. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So yeah. So then I, I asked the clerk, I was like, what's the best that you have, you know? And he pointed me to some like really crappy rabbit. It was like, this is the best that we have. I was like, really? The and rabbits really so, used to be popping. Like for a minute, that's really all that was out. Yeah, exactly. But as women, we know that it's about the clitoris. So right. why are all the toys so focused on penetration? You know why? Men. Because men, Ex- they think that they're so important. <laughs> exactly. It's, they think it's like all about the D and that's how they approach designing sex toys. And mm-hmm. that is one of the reasons why like all of these products that we think about, you know, that's associated with vibrators is like, oh, it's got to be a big, you know, dick. And it's like, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah, we yeah. say that all the time on this show. It doesn't have to be so large. We actually prefer it not be so large. Because mm-hmm. this is too much. Thank you, th- thank you so much. I, mean, I think they glorify this whole idea of like the bigger the better, but sometimes you're like, ow. Like that's going to hurt, you know? Right. Anyway, yeah. So, um, so for me, I was just kind of really frustrated, literally, you know, at the lack of nice products for women. And so I was like, well, I'm a trained designer. I'm going to have a go at this. You know, I'll, I can't find good stuff for myself. So fuck it. I'll just design it myself. I mean, that's literally how it started. So that was in 2008. Um, and Here yeah, thank goodness you decided to do that. Yeah, and it looks so cool. I haven't had a chance to try it yet, but it uh, it looks like a little tool. Yeah, so all right of the here. products. Oh, <laughs> yes, you got the Duet Pro. Yes, mm-hmm. that's our newest product. Um, so what's so different about you know our products is that it's not embarrassing. Um, women who use it, like they feel like they're like, oh, I can leave it out on my light nightstand, or I can leave it charging, and I don't have to be like, oh my god, did I hide my sex toy or <laughs> anything like that? Because I think as a woman, I bring this you know, perspective that like, I Mm. want something that looks nice, Mm -hmm. that is high quality, and that I don't have to feel ashamed about, which is, it doesn't seem like it's that revolutionary of an idea. Mm. But we're so used to having that embarrassment factor in all of our sex toys, because of our culture and the products that we just think, oh, like, that's just the way it has to be. But I'm like, no, it can be the experience can be so much better. So Mm -hmm. we focus on clitoral vibes. So all of our products are external clitoral vibes. Perfect. Well, before we play games with you and learn more about you, your experience and everything else, um, I'm going to tell you guys about this crazy, weird sex story. You said a man is not a necessity. A man is a luxury. Like dessert. Yeah. A man is absolutely not a necessity. Did you mean that to sound mean and bitter? Oh, not at all. I adore dessert. I love men. I think men are the coolest. But you don't really need them to live. Um, And I actually saw it on um, 
a website. Do you remember Sean Cotton Medina? Yes. Okay, so he has a blog, Say Cheese TV. He um he actually went to high school with us, you guys, and we've stayed in touch. Anyway, the story was on his website, so I just wanted to sh- shout him out, but I got it from somewhere else. These two women in Wisconsin have been accused of drugging and robbing ten men. They have been on a on a, a robbery ring out in um Wisconsin so Mm -hmm. they are going to this is not funny because you really shouldn't do this but the pictures is what made it funny like I don't know why when people do these outlandish things they are just so bold they will be in jail taking their mugshots smiling like they're proud and it's just crazy anyway they were going to the bars and I guess they felt like the tables have turned and they have been drugging these men or just getting them super wasted taking them back to the hotels and then robbing them they have taken this sounds like hustler did you see hustler hustler you're like y'all i mean it's been going on for a long time it happens a lot it sounds like hustlers it sounds like the city girls it sounds like a lot of things and um I hope y'all don't get so caught up in the things that you hear and the things that you see and the things that you want that you end up like these two women because they're going to jail and you will too. They're going to when prison. When you run across the the wrong one. And that's, you wouldn't want that to happen to you. Now stop stealing from people. I can't. It's nothing and just imagine if some shit goes wrong. Imagine right. if something goes wrong and somebody has a gun or the drug doesn't help him and then he kills y'all. Now y'all sitting here looking like, and how much are you robbing people for? Like, what did y'all even get? Was it worth it? Well, That's my question. Well, they were taking um, credit cards, debit cards, jewelry. They were going to different ATMs in the Milwaukee area, going to Walmarts and Targets, buying up shit, taking money out of the ATMs. I guess they got them drunk or high enough to um, to get their PIN numbers and then... Um, they were taking them in their own cars like these i watch a lot of crime shows so a lot of this just seems like okay girl you didn't even think this through but they have a whole enterprise there's like you didn't a even bunch, do it right right there's a <laughs> bunch of other women they're driving their own cars they are not in disguises they're going to the same couple of places <sighs> amateurs they're like girl let's go back to target let's go to that target over on the i mean co- to pick up on, the men y'all. too like why are you going to the same bars you need to be traveling no, you don't. No, you don't. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm not encouraging. <laughs> I'm, cri- <laughs> I'm not encouraging criminal behavior. But they're 25 and 32, and now you're about to be sitting in prison. That's a large age gap. Like, wow. I wonder. Was it a mother and a, like a sister, or were they like friends? Oh, girl, that's seven years. I don't think this is a mother. You got 25 year old friends? I don't. But you said a mother and a. a did you say a daughter? Mother, daughter, a sister. Oh, like is this a sister type of thing, or like? Well, I, I don't know. know. They're just some crooks. They probably met at a club. I don't know. Who knows? Um, but yeah. So that's it for weird sex today, y'all. Don't steal from people. People are out here working do hard. It. Okay. We, I know, we talk about getting flued out and getting tricked off on, that's but different. let it be honest. Let the people yeah, make let the it be honest to do these things for you. You don't have to steal for it. Never ends well. Okay, but that's it for Weird Sex. Shout out to the listener who sent me that story. And shout out to our friend Cotton who um, who had posted it. I saw it like everybody was DMing it to me. I was like, okay, well, I'll share it. You probably already heard it by now. Oh, my ponytail is too tight and my head hurts. But listen, you guys, every Monday we are giving you new bonus content. Turn up. It's Monday. Take a listen. Where they say no. what they want. It was in the in the show. She they talk about what they want. Oh yeah, in the category you pick your type. You pick 
fair skin. Fair skin is usually like something that you put on there to like make her look, oh wow, she's fair skin? Like that's a thing. Or they'll say like honey tone or something like that. And skin color is on there, which is crazy to me, but it's on like your description form basically. Like it would say like Medina, you know, name Medina, age, you know, 32, height, weight, skin color. That would be on there. Colorism is very prevalent wow, in India. Oh, that's. But that's why I'm shocked that you're like they like black girls. Because you always because... want what you can't have or what you're not supposed to have. By now. Anyway, back to the show. So, T, here on Cocktails, before we dive deep into our discussions, we like to play a quick little game. We always switch it up every week. This week, we're going to play the scenario game. So, we'll read some scenarios. We'll give you three options, and then you'll pick the one that is best suited for you. Okay. I'm ready. <laughs> Kiki, you want to go first, or you want me to go first? I'll go. Um, okay. You are dating a guy. And you really, really like him. Y'all have been dating for about three months now. He meets you for dinner one night and you notice he has a little cold sore on his lip. Do you, A, ignore it? You might not kiss him tonight, but it's not a big deal. B, do you ask him about it during dinner? Or C, say, you know what? Mm -mm. Seen this before. Never, never talk to him again. <laughs> uh, I like to be a very straightforward person, and if that person's gonna, you know, hang out with me, I, I would, I want them to, to tell me the truth. So I would probably joke around, be like, "Is that like herpes or that cold sore? <laughs> like, what is up there?" And I would just joke around just to see what they say, you know. And then based mm -hmm. on, and I leave it at that and see how they respond. So you know, I like someone who's like not afraid to be like, "Yeah, you know, whatever," you know. Mm -hmm. So no. they you need to be cry. honest. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> I'll cry. You cry? <laughs> yeah. Really used to. I mean, that's okay. the one that's on your face. You need to learn to speak up. <laughs> you got to just tell. And if you try to cover it, it makes it look worse. Yeah. Okay. Number two. It's your first time hooking up with Bay. He comes, but you didn't. He immediately turns over and goes straight to sleep. You, A, get up and go home with no explanation. B, uh-uh, we are not doing this. We are not done. I didn't come. Wake up. C, let him go to sleep, grab your toy, and make, and please yourself. Okay. So, I have in my past done pity fucks, okay? <laughs> and in that case, if he's having a really rough time, I may just let him sleep. Okay, and I'll roll and then like grab my toy. But if this was like something that was for both of us and it's, you know, not a charity, like I'm like, uh-uh, wake up. Like, wake no. up. like yeah, like, uh-uh, uh-uh, this is, yeah, this is not done. So, yeah. Kiki, what would you do? I'm waking him up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> tap, tap, tap. Yeah, Tapping be like, on your shoulder me. and you need to roll over. Yeah. What's going that on? That recently happened to me, and I told him, I was like, no, 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 like, we're not done. And he's like, okay, let's just take naps. Sometimes you do need a nap. I get it. <laughs> but, like, okay, just know, don't try and sneak out of here. Or don't think yeah. I'm sneaking out. I want some more. So, if you need a nap, yeah. I can go get you some coffee. I, like, what? Yeah. <laughs> what do you need? I'm a big fan of speaking up because, really, if you don't, I mean, in just my life, if you don't speak up, you don't. You may not get it. You know what I mean? They're not going to telepathically know what you want. So. True. 
Mm. If only. Okay, next one. Um, You and Bay have been together for about a year. You notice on Instagram, he is constantly under other women's pictures telling them they are beautiful. Do you, A, ignore him for the, for the, um, for a while, I guess, and then tell him why you're upset, but stay in the relationship? B, comment under his comment to embarrass him? Or C, you don't care. It's just Instagram. Uh, this happens every day. People deal with this every day. What yeah. is your answer? I would say, look, I'm all for men supporting women. But if you're in a relationship and you're telling other women, you know, very publicly, like they're beautiful. And I think that's that's kind of a bit out of line. Like, I like, you know, you can give compliments. They do something good. But like, I, I wouldn't be cool with that. I would. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's that's a no go. I would confront them and I probably leave some petty ass remark <laughs> underneath his comment. Just be like, I see you. I see okay. you. Yeah. So, yeah. Watch yourself. I'm not with it. I think it's rude. Like maybe if you do it like a couple times, but if you're just one of them dudes, we all know one of those guys that's the in all the ones. comments. Yeah. The thirsty one. It makes you look thirsty. Yeah, and if you're that thirsty. thirsty and I'm not quenching your thirst, go be with her then. I think you're lost. Fair point. That's not my Instagram. Okay. You haven't even told That's, me. That, that would be the best comment to put under there. I think, I think you're, you're lost, lost, babe. This way. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> and put the little walking emoji. I love that emoji. <laughs> Okay, last one. You haven't heard from Bay for a whole day. No text, no subliminals on social media, no call. You, A, assume he's cheating on you. B, understand that he might be busy. You're cool with it. C, pull up on him. Uh, I think women, we have these spidey senses and it's different for different men. You know, some men, you're just like, uh-uh, something is wrong. And for some, mm-hmm. you're just like, okay, whatever. You can give him space. So mm-hmm. if if I think that he's stepping, I'd probably just pull up on him. I'm, <laughs> I'm confrontational like that. <laughs> hey, babe. Did you get all 97 of my calls? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm not with the whole... We This was in a game that me and my friend were playing. And the card had said, like, is it okay to go a day without talking to your significant other? And while some people are like, well, maybe they're just busy... I, even when I'm really busy, if I really am involved with someone in in like a real way, it's not just a sex thing. Even if I'm really busy, I can still send a quick little text. Like, hey, I'm really busy. Probably gonna have to talk to you tomorrow. As simple as that. Because you still will get on Instagram. So no matter how busy you are now that we have social media, it's not an excuse. You're cheating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, if you can find a time to like like other women's photos or whatever then it's like uh uh-uh. you have time to send me like a night babe or whatever so yeah yeah, yeah i think uh-huh. a text is okay we don't have to have like a whole conversation because every day quite honestly i don't want to talk to your ass um but mm-hmm. you know sometimes i want my time but you can send something you could even send like a meme i love when guys send me memes because i like when it's they have cute. a sense of humor i want to laugh with them so send me something that made you think of me or that you thought i would laugh at or whatever and we can laugh about it and then that that can be it for the day but i need to know that i'm on your mind okay because that if part, not, i need to know that i'm on your mind on somebody else's mind and some other things yeah. okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> even if i'm super busy and like i'm talking to somebody i will send the little lip smudge like throughout the day just like one little lip so just so you know i'm thinking about you mm-hmm. or nude if things smashed. are feeling spicy 
Okay. <laughs> if you got the time now, if you got the time for a new, he might be like, babe. Well, no, I keep them. Um, I have like a folder of them on days when I'm feeling confident and sexy. I will take a bunch of pictures. I took some earlier today because I was feeling myself with my braids. And that was um, smart. I was doing some moisturizing. So I was all oiled up. And I said, you know what? Let me take a picture. I might post it on my close friends tonight. <laughs> Did you do your own braids? Mm-mm. Oh, because I know you be getting creative with the hair. No, I was like, I, I know. I you. tried to, what? but uh, uh. I wish I could do them because look, the pain is real. All <laughs> right, y'all. We got T, <laughs> creator of Crave here okay. with us. And uh, that was our last question. That was, yeah, that was our yeah, last was question. Last so we're kind of going to dive into like self-pleasure, the toy industry. I'm really excited to hear about this because Kiki and I both have a ton of different sex toys. I, love I toys. didn't really get into the sex toys until we started doing cocktails. I had a, Ooh. I maybe had like two, but now I just have so many and I love to actually try them out on my partners with myself, you know, whatever I've been I'm loving like. the toys for years. I think I bought my se- first sex toy at like 18 and like mm-hmm. UT whenever I bought it and I went to the store it was just all of these things that just look like dicks and I was like you know I bought some and they were okay but I found that I was getting those because that's what was available but I wasn't mm-hmm. penetrating myself with them I, I've mm-hmm. always kind of concentrated on my clit I enjoy penetration but I kind of like to save that mostly for when I'm actually with um, someone mm-hmm. with a penis you know and when yeah. I'm by myself I don't want all that because that's not the main attraction it's the click. Mm-hmm. So, like, your mm-hmm. toy, this toy that, um, if you're watching the YouTube video, you can see it. It's, it's very sleek. It looks very, like, modern. Um, mm-hmm. Where do they Put it back up in the camera. Them? That yep. little part where it's, like, do, does your click go in between the little wrench-looking part? Exactly. So, actually, I have one, too. So, okay. that way we can kind of talk about it if you can kind of see that. So, basically, these little two parts are designed to surround the clitoris. And if you look at the different parts, so one side has uh, like kind of like a parallel edge like that. Mm-hmm. The other side has kind of like a V, like a triangle shape. So um, as you put it like right on the clit, you know, it just has different sensation. One has a little more snug kind of a feel. The mm-hmm. other has more of like a surrounding kind of sensation. Oh. So and then, yeah, and these are the buttons right here. And this product is a USB rechargeable product because oh, wow. we like technology and it's very convenient. I'm about to plug mine up right now. Look at this to the back of my computer. Um, yeah, <laughs> right. so you guys, if you're not watching and you're listening, it kind of has like two prongs. Like think about if you were grilling and you had like a like a, a fork type deal that you would get the meat off with. It's kind of like that, but like softer and sleeker and smaller. It's almost mm-hmm. like if somebody was going to take two fingers and massage your clit or they mm-hmm. could rub the outside. So that's mm-hmm. kind of what it's looking like. And yeah. it's, it doesn't look like a sex toy. It yeah. doesn't. 100%. And that's like my whole goal as a designer is not to like hide it, but it's just make it beautiful, you know? And cause I don't like things that are like trying to be like a lipstick or like whatever. I think pleasure is pleasure. We should mm-hmm. just be uh, unapologetic about it. And so, but we just need to get with the modern times. And I think these shapes just really let it be what it wants to be, which is just a great external compact vibrator for the clip. I think it doesn't like for people who may be new to toys, sometimes toys, um, some of my friends, they seem intimidated mm-hmm. It may be something like this. And it comes in a cute little pouch. Um, yeah, something like, it's light. Mm-hmm, something like you this. You can pack it, it in your cool. luggage and not be worried about TSA going through your bag and being like, that's oh, embarrassing a little bit. Build? It's so embarrassing. What is like, this, oh, ma'am? Dang. And I'm like, put the 
it's my flash drive, actually. Yeah, it's my flash drive. Mm-hmm. This is part of my recording equipment. It's a tuner. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's what I'm going to say. Okay, so um, now, so um, where'd you say that they're sold? Uh, so they're at lovecrave.com. So it's on our website because we just launched this about a month ago. So you can only get this on our website at the moment. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing also about this product, other than just the external, um, you know, the clitoral part, is that this is actually programmable. Because I don't know if, about you ladies, but like, have you ever gotten a toy and then you use it on yourself? And you're like, oh, my God, that is just way too strong. Or like, oh, my God, this is like not strong enough. Mm-hmm. You but know not I mean? strong enough. Yeah. yeah. And then, or, yeah, or like the the... the vibrator has like like 82 settings you're like how the hell am i supposed to go through all these different it's so confusing so this product um basically it comes pre-programmed but you can plug this into your computer open up a web browser and then just set it to what you like so if you like some women are like oh i just want a really strong constant vibe Mm -hmm. you know vibe pattern i don't want like 15 other patterns i just want a really good strong constant they can go online and just delete the other patterns and just have it exactly how they want it. Or if something's oh, too that's strong, super dope. Yeah, yeah. So because I use like three, it. you can have twenty settings. You use three different vibes. Yeah, like usually exactly. on average, if I have a toy that has a bunch of different ones, I'll try them all out to see which ones I like, and then I know I only like. A, a few of them and i wish that i could delete the others because exactly. i'm not trying to I, get through there i'm this i only really use one of the vibes like mm-hmm. i like it to be a constant most of the time at the second to strongest vibe or the mm-hmm. strongest vibe mm-hmm. i don't like the pulse because it's like you can't it's like i'm oh, almost like there it. i'm almost there oh just kidding just kidding yeah. uh, and then it's like uh-uh <laughs> No, you're consistent with me. Exactly. And like, for me, I'm like, I just want it simple. You know, I want to be able to turn it on. And I want it to be at the like the low setting that I like. And so the cool thing about the duet pro is that like, you can just move that dot. It's very simple. If you want it more strong, you lower, you know, and and then you can just have exactly what you want on there. Mm -hmm. So, you know, plus we're home these days, you know, it's just like an extra time to kind of really focus on your pleasure. So how do you go about actually creating the toys? Yeah. So, um, so my background, like I said, I'm an industrial designer, but we have a whole team of engineers, uh, electro- electronic engineers as well. And the way we think about products is that we really want to make products that are not like trying to copy or do other. We all, we always try to think about products that don't exist and mm-hmm. have a reason to be there. Cause as a, as a designer, I don't want to make more junk out in the world. And for me, right. I really want to o- only focus on products. That I think people will really love or doesn't it exist. And so, so we start with an idea and with an idea, um, actually we have a micro factory in downtown San Francisco. And so we make all of our prototypes. So we invest heavily in the design and the R and D um, to create prototypes. Um, and then we send it out to testers. So mm. we actually have a bunch of testers over several hundred um, who, when we have prototypes, we send it out to them to get their feedback, to see what they're like ask you this. I was just about to say, how do we get on the tester list? And is it like, when you say tester, these aren't like scientists. These are just like women. You're like, play with your pussy a little bit. Tell us how you like it. Exactly. They would no, I mean, and we look for women of all different ages and body mm-hmm. types. So mm. for us, it's not like, oh, you have to be a pro at it. It's like, no, the more newbie, whatever. It's all good. It's all good. Hmm. How do you get on that list? We were serious. <laughs> uh, why don't you we're just looking for contact new jobs. me? You can't <laughs> 
you can actually go to actually you can go to lovecraig.com there's a contact form be like hey i'm interested in being your product tester list and someone will get back to you mm. oh doing that when we get off of here the only caveat is that you can't work for other sex toy companies so mm. you know because that's kind of like uh you know yeah. um difference of um it's competition yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 yeah um I saw on here when we were talking about where do you sell them out and sell them at, I saw something about like, you like them to be like in hotels or something. Is that still a thing or that's not happening yet? Are uh, they sold in hotels or yeah, secret some, toy shops? Yeah, some places are, um, I mean, you know, like for example, in Atlanta, um, and actually like a lot of places, the only places where I think women or people can go buy sex toy shops are these like sketchy ass stores that, you mm-hmm. know, are like somewhere in the corner of North Ave and something else, you know, and it's just not a really pleasant place because those places were really designed for men to go and like buy DVDs and, you know, and you have these weird guys selling, I don't know, some bongs <laughs> or whatever, you know what I mean? It's just like, it's not a elevated. It can be I always thought that was yeah. weird. Why are there bongs in here while I'm trying to get my vibrator? <laughs> I have no idea. So, men, this is blaming on men. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, for me, like I, uh, like for me, it's a. Uh, I think just for women, just in general, like if we see products in high, you know, high end places, well curated, female friendly, you know, boutique shops, you know, or even high end hotels. Um, I mean, it changes the tone of how we think about these sex toys you know mm-hmm. it's like oh it's a great modern product for part of your wellness it's not like some weird sketchy thing that you have to buy in some corner of some weird shop somewhere you know so i think it's important that our our culture and where these products are sold are at more mainstream places mm-hmm. do toys have to pass certain tests so the sex toy uh industry is not regulated um just like a lot of things because also these products don't go inside your body so our products are all external products um and so you know but for us as a modern company we care a lot about you know the safety of our products so we use high-grade silicone that are you know body safe and we use metals that are um like stainless steel um we Mm -hmm. have plating on our products that are nickel free so you know women with nickel allergies and things like that don't have to worry about it Hmm. so you know we really take it upon ourselves to make sure that we are building these really high quality products that you know people can enjoy without any you know worries okay that's smart yeah Nobody so, wants a question. <laughs> when you go about, because I just have this this vision in my mind. Mm-hmm. You're like, hey, I want to create a sex toy. Did you, I know you said you want to do it because men were running the industry and it's like, let's help all the women out. Boom, bow, bang. But do you like to masturbate yourself? And were you like, I can really create something that I enjoy? Like, do you enjoy your own toy? Do you set the mood and then you're like, give me my crave? I did <laughs> okay. this. So one, number one, yes, I masturbate. I've mastered since I was a little kid. Okay. Really? And before I even knew where, what it was, mm-hmm. you know, and, but the thing that I've learned about designing sex toys is that even though, yes, I am the VP of design at Crave, you know, um, but when we go out, and when we have our products tested by product testers, it's not like, oh, if T likes it, that is the product we will create. Because mm-hmm. just like body types, there's no one body type. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm, there's no mm-hmm. one perfect vibrator for everyone. So it's like as a designer, I have to take in all these information. Like there's some products that don't work for me, but other people love it. And so it's just as valid. So that's kind of the thing about sex toy. I think, I think 
when you're designing good products is that it's not just about me, 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 me. Um, you can help with the vision and craft the aesthetics and how it looks, but ultimately you have to listen to people. You have to listen to women. You have to listen to, you know, the store owners. You have to listen to a lot of people so that what you put out there can work for more people and not just because, oh, it works for me. I don't have a magical clitoris mm -hmm. that can proxy for all women. You know, that's just is very self-centered. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. exactly go the other I mean, way look at how thin this is this is like yeah this is so it's like less than half an inch thin you know so it doesn't get in the way it's just super easy and it's also really great for all over body play like nipple play like you know putting the nipple right between here you know other places so that might be yeah. good for him too his nipples or like the gooch mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or the tip no. maybe a little yes a lot mm -hmm. of men also they like vibration you know in various places and so these this is really small and you can use it so yeah Correct. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I think maybe because I was raised in the South. Okay, so you know, it's part of the Bible Belt. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, my family, um, we're not particularly religious. Um, but I think being in the South, you know, you just grew up with this conservatism. And also, there's a lot of religion and things like that. And, um, <laughs> but unfortunately, for me, um, I think I just didn't Okay. I didn't have a lot of friends. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how to better way of putting it. That means like I didn't have a lot of peer pressure and the small number of people who really knew me, they just knew me and they knew that, you know, what I wanted to do was not cause like I'm a freaky deaky, whatever person, but it's more that like, look, you know, pleasure is born for a lot of women. Mm -hmm. There aren't good products out there. So why don't we give it a go and make it better, you know? And so luckily my friends are all cool with it. Uh, my family though, so obviously eventually I had to tell my parents yeah. and my <laughs> brothers and sisters. Um, so luckily for my parents, um, they're, they're not religious, um, but they're conservative. You know, we never, we're not like, Oh, we talk about sex over the dinner table. Like, no, we never did that. <laughs> um, but my parents were scientists. So that mm. means like, I think the way they raised us, it was a very, a matter of factly approach when it comes to sex. Yeah, they're actually, so my mom is a botanist um, mm -hmm. and my dad is a microbiologist. Mm. Um, and I guess maybe that shaped the way that they taught us or not talk to us about sex in that, even though we didn't really talk about it, but they didn't treat it like it was a sin. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like they never was like, it's nasty, it's bad. It's like, you know. This is a fact of life. All That's exactly right. <laughs> exactly. Like, you know, a baby lion, you know, is created by mom, mama lion and daddy lion. And, you know, they just kind of had that approach. So for me, when I told them this is what I wanted to do, I think, I think they would have rather me do something else. But at the same time, they knew they, they, they knew my personality and they were just like, okay, you know, if you want to do it, just go for it, you know? And they were kind of afraid at first because I think people, think sex toys and they think about porn you know mm -hmm. and 
And I think a lot of people were like, oh my God, you know, like, especially my dad, you know, they're like, oh my God, my baby girl is like going to be in like the porn industry or something like that. But then I'm like, no, I don't see porn stars. Like this is, my office looks like I'm designing printers, you know, like it, there's nothing salacious or crazy about that. Mm-hmm. And then after a few years, cause I've been doing this for about 12 years now, they see that I'm happy and successful and they're like, they're very proud of me. So, so it's kind of, That's success. yeah. I always yeah. believed in you. I always wanted you to do this. No, you didn't. You told me to get my ass on Indeed and get a job. <laughs> yeah. No, my dad actually told um, his friends and fa- like friends and extended family that I was teaching English in China for like two years because <laughs> he didn't know what else to say. And then, but now they're kind of okay with it. But mm-hmm. when he... He gets uncomfortable, though, if I'm at, a, like, a family event and like, my uncle rolls up and is like, hey, I have this crazy sex toy idea, like, in front of my dad. And my, and my like, family hey. members really do that. That yeah. happens with us all the time with doing this show. I'll be with family. Kiki has been with family. And family members will, like, start talking about sex. Stuff, and you're like, my grandma has started following our shared Instagram. That's who Barbara Walker 6344 is. And she keeps commenting hard as Medina, you made a post like if you were a bee, I'd let you, if you were a bee and I was a flower, I'd let you pollinate me. She's leaving heart eyes under the post. And I'm like, you need to stop. <laughs> Get away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> crazy. I think this it's a crazy industry, whether whatever sex related, whether you're a sex yeah. worker creating sex toys or mm-hmm. sex podcast. But I think it's so dope because it's a conversation that everybody really does want to have. Mm-hmm. Some people, a lot of people just aren't comfortable or as open mm-hmm. right, and it's right. it's important to have people like us because right. it's like you somebody got to do it exactly mm-hmm. and then like because of what you do it maybe have prompted them to like start this conversation with their partner yeah. and things like that because that's what we get a lot of is that like you know i didn't think sex toys could be like this and it made me more comfortable to talk about whatever and you know having like people like you guys like talking about this out there it makes other women other people to know that this is natural and they're not alone and i think that's really important Yeah, I want everybody to find a toy that they enjoy. And even if you decide you don't even like toys, like, I don't know why you would decide that. But even if you don't, I want people to be comfortable, like pleasuring themselves. It doesn't it's great when it comes from another person, but you can do it, too. And there's nothing to be ashamed of when you're pleasuring yourself. I think it's so empowering, like when you can give yourself an orgasm, you know, because mm-hmm. it's not a man's job to give you orgasms. Like, no, get to know yourself. And whether it's with a toy or without a toy, you know, it's all valid. Mm-hmm. Have I a feel great like day. If I had a sex toy company, mm-hmm. I would gift a lot of the toys to like my friends and feel like, let's say it's Christmas or Easter. <laughs> Easter? Valentine's <laughs> Day. Do you do that a lot? Are you like, happy birthday? You know, okay, so I err on the side of caution because the thing is I found, you know, I'm sure you guys have learned too, is that some people are triggered by certain things that you would not think that they would be, you know? And I cannot, you know, am I because of knowing how many people have, they have different traumas and things like that. Like, I just don't mm. feel in good conscience if I didn't know them just to send them a sex toy, you know? Mm-hmm. So for me, I, really? think, I think, yeah, I do. I, I actually, I want... If they want a sex toy, like usually I wait for them to let me know, mm-hmm. you know, they want a sex toy. And I'm like, girl, I got you, you know? Yeah. It, but for me to just automatically be very presumptuous and be like, oh, you're going to love this. It's like, I don't know. I, I For me, I just, I want people to come to their own on their own terms and not me forcing it down, you know, 
like here you go mm-hmm. but maybe i'm not being forceful enough maybe i should do that i should be like vibe for you vibe for you vibe for you and like you know maybe just maybe put I a little should. card i've got something extra if you want it you know how to find me yeah i like that That's subtle. put it in there stocking <laughs> We actually have these t-shirts that we wear to like events and on the back it says vibrator dealer. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Yeah. What kind of events do y'all have? So, I mean, pre-COVID, like we would do events like Dinah Shore, which is like a huge lesbian party and uh, Palm Springs, or we go to design festivals. Uh, We've been to like, for example, Coachella. Uh, We've been to tech conference, you know, like for example, CES, which is like the biggest consumer electronics show Mm -hmm. in Vegas. Um, So for us, it's all about mainstream events where people you know, where people are having these kind of conversations and just really being part of the mainstream culture because we think obviously, you know, vibrators should should be as sophisticated as any other product that you would have like your coffee maker or printer, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah. You want it to last. Word on the street is you have another little sex toy that's like a necklace. <laughs> yes, indeed we do. So I'm, And I heard Janet Jackson got one. Oh, okay. So yes, she got one, but she didn't buy, I, I don't know how she got it. I just know that she showed up at the MTV Music Awards uh-huh. when she was accepting her Vanguard Award uh-huh. and made a whole speech about women. And someone like tweeted at me, be like, uh, T, I think Janet is wearing your necklace. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and then so I had to go and find it. And yeah, she was wearing the Vesper. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things like our company, we are like product people. We want to make high quality products, but we're not marketing geniuses. We don't have that kind of connection to like celebrity. So it's not, we didn't seed her with this product. Mm-hmm. It, it just, you know, it's kind of like picked up this cult following among celebrities who are like, proud of their sexuality mm-hmm. and want to show like look i own it but it's also really subtle which is i think kind of sexy too yeah, yeah. so i'm curious now what does the vesper do so the vesper is a necklace so i'm holding it up you know it so obviously like you can wear nail. it so yeah it just looks like a really discreet like you know like a little statement necklace mm-hmm. yeah exactly it's just like a little pendant um it's an external clitoral vibe it unscrews at the cap because this is where the usb go okay um but it has just a single button, okay? You push this little button right there, mm-hmm. and it turns on. So it's actually on right now, mm-hmm. but you can't really hear it because it's so quiet. It's like they're, oh. That's like one of those, I'm at work real quick. I was just, I just about to it. say that. You could do that too. Or you like, could do that too. Or if you're, you're at, traveling. Yeah, mm-hmm. traveling. Okay. You could go to the bathroom in the gonna- airport. Or if you're on a date and um, you can't focus because the other person is so fine and you're hot and bothered and he's really trying to like have conversations for whatever reason, you go to the bathroom, rub one out and come back and focus. <laughs> <laughs> and or... Like, you can't or you can bring them to the bathroom with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Whoa. also, we've had women tell me that they wear it on like a first date as like conversation uh, piece. It's like a litmus test. Well, oh. it's like a litmus test to see if he's cool or not. Mm. Because if he's going to get all freaked out about her using a vibrator on herself or even wearing one, she's like, no, he's not cool enough for me. You know? And so for some women, that's kind of like, you know, how they just put it out there mm-hmm. now i'm curious to know how much does the vesper cost uh so the silver one so it's made of surgical stainless steel the silver that we have three colors the silver is 69 dollars mm-hmm. that was unintentional but <laughs> people always laugh at this and then we have one it's a dual tone which is silver with a rose gold necklace and cap mm-hmm. <laughs> and <then laughs> took you a second <laughs> Usually that's me 
though, Medina, don't feel bad. But usually that's me. I'm like the latest, you know, <laughs> when it comes to getting a joke and stuff. And probably because in this industry, I've been doing this for so long, people crack these jokes and I'm just like, it <laughs> goes over my head because I'm just used to hearing them. But anyway, so it's 69.79 for the rose gold. And then we have one that's a 24 karat gold one. Uh, like this one's uh, with 24 karat gold plating. This is 149. So we have three prices. If anybody wants to send me a gift, I want one or all three. So I can wear them with different outfits. Just saying. We're also going to be doing a giveaway for one of our special listeners. And we'll post details about that later. For sure. I can send you guys one of these for sure. Oh, okay. Absolutely. This is, I love talking about just self-pleasure. I know. Because that's what I'm doing tonight. And I can't wait. Girl, (laughs) I got some toys laid out right now. Been charging all day. (laughs) Isn't it crazy that our parents grew up in a time where like this really just wasn't talked about? I think about that all the time. I don't ever think about it. I don't like to think about my parents and sex, to be honest. Uh, but my my mama, if y'all are subscribed to the Patreon, you know, my mama has her toys. She's into toys, too. And she sends me toys now. I kind of want her to stop. Like, I don't. She got a whole trunk. She has her like a, has a, whole a, a bag of dicks, basically. Now, she likes that. I think she's a little old yeah. school and probably conditioned that way. But I'm always That's telling great. her, I got some other stuff. I should send her a care package, actually, because I have, I'm overflowing. So before we move on to Indecisive Diane, I'm curious to know, how long does it take to create a toy from start to finish? Yeah, Um. so it. It depends on the complexity of the product. So because this is something it has electronic boards, it has, you know, motors, it has like all these different things. So it can go anywhere from eight months to a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually our newest product. Okay. So the, the Duet Pro, um, but we also have a product that we showed in January at CES, which feels like a lifetime at lifetime ago in vegas um let me see if i can find it real quick um it is actually a ring um Mm. i don't know if you saw so we revealed this at the ces so it's actually a ring that you can wear it's super chic um you can bring it all the way down here it's basically a finger vibe that is also a statement ring that you can wear out so we have two different colors gold and silver um and so this has been in the makings for almost like five years. Like so that's this is not been, available yet. Uh, that's not available yet, but we've revealed it. So hopefully next year, fingers crossed. I love the idea of toys and jewelry. Yeah. Well, then let's talk about cleanliness, though, because I like the idea of it. But then I'm like, clean your shit, you soak it at night. <laughs> no, okay. know, if you're just wearing it all day. Oh no, I hear you. No, no. So you know, it's kind of like it's there's a stainless steel. Okay, so basically, you just use a wet rag and then you just wipe it because it d- doesn't stick to it. You know, so you just wipe it down. And it's all good. It's just like almost like cutlery. You know, like you know, you just clean it and and it's all good. Hmm. Well. I feel like I learned a lot more about toys um, and I thought I wanted to make one myself one day, but that long process, I don't know. I think I'll get distracted. So I'll just have to keep buying yours and other ones, you know? Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to ladies. try this tonight. Yeah. I'll send you ladies also the necklace in case you guys, you know, don't have it. Um, so okay. I'll send you guys each, you know, with one with Thank actually you. some engraving on it. So if you guys want to personalize, yeah. just, just email me what you wanted to say because if you buy it from our site, lovecrave.com, we actually personalize engrave it at our factory before we send it out in San Francisco. So y'all should you buy know. your girls these gifts. Like for everybody who's like, oh, I want to do something special for my girl, this is what you need to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is what y'all need to do. Sorry, I'm trying to pull it. Um, 
Okay, so we're going to um, move on to Indecisive Diane. And when we come back, you're going to help us give our listeners some advice. Would you stop thinking about what everyone wants? Stop thinking about what I want, what he wants, what your parents want. What do you want? What do you want? It's not that simple. What do you want? What do you want? I love when a restaurant can make you feel like you're in a new city. When really you're right at home. There's this new place called Tribeca Buckhead. You ladies are going to love it. Go there on a Wednesday night. They have an event called Wine Down Wednesdays. They have eligible men there. They may not be rich, but they dress well. Go there, try it out. Here's the address. 1782 Treasure Bridge Road, Northeast. Bye, ladies. So now we are back and it is time for the advice. Remember, if you want us to answer any of your questions about sex or dating or whatever is going on, email us. Ask cocktails at gmail.com and maybe we'll read it on the show. Medina, do you have one pulled up already? Do. Okay. Okay. This one says, "Should I end it or stick it out?" Ooh. This means you should end it. When people say stuff like this, <laughs> you should end it. Hey, beautiful ladies, I need some advice. So I've been in and out, on and off of a relationship with my boyfriend for five years now. We've been consistent for the last two years and currently live together with a dog, but I haven't been happy in a long time. He's been slacking. He's been slacking on showing me the attention that I need, not taking me out as much coming home late at night. Oh girl, he cheating with no communication, fucking up the bills by mismanaging his money, putting his family and friends before his own home, et cetera, et cetera. I know I have a tendency to nag, but I'm getting tired of constantly telling him how I feel with no results. And due to this, I'm not interested in sex with him. It's literally become a chore for me. And I haven't given him head in over six months because I don't think he deserves it. This has caused more problems as well because head is important to him. Things have been way off since COVID and we've been constantly arguing at least three to four times a week since. I'm at a point where I'm tired of the same thing, but at the same time, I don't like to give up easily. And we are both very much in love and attached to each other. So it's hard for me to let him go and vice versa. Plus, we're in a lease together. Mm, that's what it really that's is. Right. <laughs> that's what it really is about. Plus, we're in a lease together for another 12. What? So I can't imagine living together and not being together. So my question is, do you think it's worth sticking it out? Or should I just find me a new man to take care of my needs? I'm looking forward to hearing your opinions on this. Thanks, ladies. This is what I'm going to say. You said you haven't been giving him head because he doesn't deserve it. Blah, 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 blah. Is the head worth more than you are? If he doesn't deserve head, why does he deserve you? You need to move. Move on and move out. Okay? And that's all I got to say on that, baby girl. Hmm. Come on, Oprah. That was like an Oprah quote. I had to write it down because so I thought good. it sounded good in my head. Thank you, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, T, do you have any advice? I, I think she she is absolutely correct. I mean, if you say you have not been happy in a very long time, no matter, you know, 
dog, lease, baby, marriage, whatever, like, thank God you guys are not there, you mm-hmm. know, because that'll just make things even worse. Because people think sometimes I'm unhappy. Maybe if I just got married, it'll be better. It, no, mm-hmm. no. It's just if you're not happy, you're not happy. So just be done with and, you know, break the lease or whatever. I mean, but like, yeah. yeah. Right now, sis, you're making excuses, and I have t- I've been there before. I and I was in the lease, and I was with somebody for eight years. And the crazy thing is, when you say, "Oh, well, I don't I don't like to give up easily," you're not really giving up easily. You've been with him for how long? You five tried. Years. You try. Yeah, five years. That's not giving up easily. It's Ooh. wasting your time. Mm-hmm. So I know it's gonna hurt. You're probably gonna cry some tears. Make a warm bath. Put some bubbles in it. Get your crave toy, and listen to some Beyonce. Cry your tears. And then get over it, girl. Yeah. Don't waste your time on somebody who doesn't deserve it. You gonna, you will regret you it. Will. You will. Wasting, wasted yeah. time. You can never get your time back. And you don't need yeah, to beg it. somebody to make you happy. If he wants to make you happy and he wants to listen, he will. He's not. So let him be the sad one. And you go ahead and you work on... messing up the bills? Hmm. No, if nothing gonna make that, you leave, it needs to be in bills. I forgot about that, that part. That makes him a liability. Yes. That's the problem. You need uh-huh. assets, like, baby I girl. Not liability. That. Yeah, that's a liability. And you coming home late? You messing up the bills and you coming home late? Now, what's not gonna happen is you out here with these other hoes. You're spending your bill money. Yeah, you got me feeling bad. Somebody gotta go. And I'm mm-hmm. keeping the dog. <laughs> Good call. <laughs> okay, next one. This one is from a 24-year-old virgin. Okay, she says, hey, y'all, I'm 24 years old. And even though I've literally always been open to busting it open from a younger age, I'm still a virgin. I don't know why or what it is. I've been trying to figure out if I'm throwing out the wrong vibes with men or if I'm being too picky. Either way, I'm now hella nervous about having sex for the first time. And it's being and it's awkward um, me not knowing what to do, even though I watch porn at this point. I don't know if I'm going to have my first time be with someone I'd be in a relationship with or one night stand. But either way, I'm scared of looking dumb and childish. I'd love to hear advice on number one, the right way to show I just want a one night stand on a night out. I'm not into apps like Tinder or anything like that. And two, how to be a soul snatcher on the first try. Thank you both so much. Girl. <laughs> I, tr- I really, were you going to say something to you? I just said, wow, but go ahead. Please go ahead. <laughs> I really think, okay, if that's really what you want to do, you just trying to smash, <clears throat> which I, I really don't want you to do because you, it's your virginity and you kind of want it to be special, but you're at the point now where you're like, I'm old and I just want to get it out the way. I think it's all in the kiss. I think the way that you kiss someone, how sensual you are, where you're touching, mm-hmm. even if you're at a restaurant, that will kind of send a signal. Hopefully he can kiss too, but it just kind of sends a signal through everybody's body that I'm really down to fuck you tonight. <laughs> I don't care what your last name is. So I think it starts there. <laughs> it's been my experience. Okay. Yeah. And absolutely. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go you ahead. go ahead, T. <laughs> no, I was just saying like, and I think the expectation of like your very first time is going to be awesome. Unfortunately, I don't think that's just realistic because mm-hmm. also girl, you're working, you're watching porn, watching that's, porn, mm-hmm. like to learn about sex is like watching fast and furious to drive, you know, and I, I didn't come up with that. Someone else did, but like, it's not, that's not a good, you know, um, uh, example a, a map. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, not. it's like you're better off just saying the things that you want in the act. Like when you're actually doing it, just speak 
what you want. I have maybe an off the wall suggestion that maybe some people might not agree with, but I'm wondering if you have a guy friend who you feel comfortable with that knows that you're a virgin and maybe y'all have like a flirty relationship. Sometimes people have those people just hanging around or you have somebody who you probably would never want to date, but y'all are cool and you know he's into you. Try to fuck him. And you can be totally honest because you don't want to date him. So you don't really care about that. But you want to have sex and you want to be good at it. But you need somebody who's going to take their time and not try to drive their dick into your pussy like um, a madman. Because they it, it's going to hurt. Yeah, he can help mm-hmm. you. You can try some things out. You can really like use it as training camp um, before you're ready to go out into the world. And men love, you know easy sex so like you could do that and then at least you know if something bad happens you know who to trace it back to because you know this person is not somebody who you're searching for on Instagram or Facebook or something um and then you'll feel comfortable because you're gonna probably be nervous um it's like they both said the first time is probably not gonna be that great you're not gonna be you're the chances of you being a soul snatcher the first time are not gonna be great you haven't even figured out what you like Mm-hmm. So, and that's an important part of it so i don't know i probably wouldn't suggest that you just do it with a stranger you could try um but hopefully it's a gentle guy and um approach it slow because i don't know yep. about y'all but my first time it hurt um that's mm-hmm. when i tore my hymen the first time i didn't have like one of those other experiences where it happens where you do other stuff that shit hurt and it hurt i was eager to have sex like you i was younger but i was eager to have sex and it hurt for probably like the first 15 times i had sex before it really started to feel mm-hmm. good i might be exaggerating mm-hmm. but it was a while it hurt mm-hmm. yeah yeah mm-hmm it hurt and i i was just like oh but I, it was like, kind of like getting your vagina wax you know that the results in the end will probably be great so i just had to tough it out to like wow <laughs> get it ready yeah and, and i and i think also like just knowing that sex can be awkward you know mm-hmm. but it's also fun and funny and i think if you just find someone who you feel like you can be comfortable to be silly and goofy with mm-hmm. that'll make your first time and it'll overcome some of that awkwardness yeah you won't be in your head so much right yeah i think it's important to find someone that you feel comfortable with Mm -hmm. i think that would be a good start good luck girl after you have your first time send us a cocktail so we can read it (laughs) we gotta know in the subject line virgin cocktail i can't wait to hear that one. okay i haven't been a virgin in so long (laughs) i'll send you a toy if you send them a letter back i'll send you a toy okay because i think like Kiki said, it's important to know yourself and know what you want, you know, and you're old enough where like you can use your words to tell and direct men, you know, what mm-hmm. you want. So I think it'll be all the better once you start with yourself. Yep. Totally agree. Okay. Um, I guess now we can move on to cocktails. So the last part of the show, if you guys want to send us a cocktail and you maybe want us to read it on the show, email it to us, cocktails.atl at gmail.com. Uh-huh. 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 I've been going back and forth in my mind like am I gonna read a cocktail am I gonna tell a cocktail like what am I gonna you do sometimes tell I'm one. just like my my sex life hasn't really been that mine ain't been good 
popping. Okay. Okay. Well, this I'll I'll share a cocktail. Okay. I'll share a cocktail. I'll go first. It's it's a cocktail with no cock. Um. So. I have been dating like crazy, y'all. Like I've just really been putting myself out there. And T, are you married? Uh, uh-uh. uh. No, I'm just not. I do not want to be married. But yes, no, I'm partnered. I'm in a serious relationship. Yeah, you're no, in a serious me. relationship. Yeah. But it's okay. Marriage. Okay. Okay. So I would like to be married one day, and I feel like I'm. Be, I'm getting my age is getting ripe. So like I've really just been like putting myself out there, dating, getting to know people, maybe even sometimes approaching people, and which I normally don't do. I'm just trying to try something new so I can meet a good quality person and i realize even though i love being in the house watching movies i'm not going to meet him in here because i live by myself so i've been going on a lot of dates giving people chances mm. it's stressful <clears throat> i went on a date with someone who i'm recycling right now okay. i've dated him before we've never had sex yeah, though with a little recycling. yeah they say just you need to recycle mm-hmm. so <laughs> I get a text message from his child and the child is like, he asked me if he could take me on a date. We just didn't specify when the child's like, hi, Miss Medina. My daddy really likes you. And he wants, he has a surprise for you this weekend. And he wants to know, will you let him take you back on a date? He, he, the child did that because she probably knew I was really done with her father. Like he kind of just kind of did me dirty and he kind of fell off. He went, he ghosted me and I didn't know what happened. And so this child did that. So I was like, okay, yeah, absolutely. Tell your daddy, I would love to go on a date with him. She said there was a surprise, but I never got the surprise, but I did get a nice dinner. Um, <laughs> so we go to dinner and his daughter then wrote me a note and he brought it with him and it was a sealed note so that he couldn't read it. He's like, Hey, she wanted me to give this to you. So I, <laughs> I opened the letter and it's like, my daddy really likes you. I hope that you start to date him and then you move into the house so you can see my puppy. And then it said, PS, my daddy will treat you like a queen. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> will he <laughs> and it was the sweetest thing we had a really great dinner but I didn't know how to feel about like his child being so into like what we're doing when I, I've met her before but we he's not my boyfriend and I'm really big on like the way you introduce the introduction between your mate and your child <laughs> because it can be traumatic or you just don't you just don't know it's weird it's weird for me I know it's weird for the child I'm 32 <laughs> so I didn't know is it like a sign like I'm sitting here like is this a sign maybe he's the one because his daughter really loves me but then i'm like i don't know that's my cocktail though that man has been really pushing his child on me <laughs> she's pushing herself on me the child is pushing herself like, on me. She's look, like, we're about to be a family okay i'm tired of my daddy's cooking i need somebody <laughs> to do my hair right and we need more women in the house so like come over she's here. clever yeah she's, she's clever. gonna cry for help she's like i need a woman yeah, yeah. Oh my God. I'm sorry that happened to you. Okay. Uh, I'll tell y'all really quickly. I thought about it when um, the girl sent her virginity story. I'll tell y'all about how I lost my virginity. I don't know if I've told this before. Probably. It's not interesting. It's not great. It's sad, really. And I should have waited. And this is why I tell y'all just wait. Okay. So I was in high school when I lost my virginity. And I lost it in like a cliche way. It was after one of those problems I went to. So uh, my boyfriend at the time, who I like to pretend like wasn't my boyfriend, but um, we went to prom together and it was so like, 
I was, I think I was just so determined to have sex like you are. Like you I felt the same way. Like I'm eager to do it. I want to see what the fuss is about. Everybody else is fucking. I want to fuck. I'm having sex with him. I would have had sex with him before prom, but another mistake. He was a virgin too. And his ass was nervous. He was still nervous when we were having sex. So anyway, do y'all know that this fucking idiot tells his dad that he wants to get a hotel room for us after the prom? His dad is calling me, asking me why we need a hotel room. And I'm, of course, playing dumb like a hotel room for what? I'm hanging out with my friends after the prom. What are you talking about? Like, who does that? Grow up. Like, grow up. He never grew up. He's still short as hell. Anyway. So he's like trying to get this hotel room, trying to like, he told his parents too much. When you're in high school, everybody knows you got to lie a little bit. You know that you didn't have cool parents. You knew that. You fucking knew that. And that's what you did. So then you calling me. And then I was like, oh God, I got to make sure you don't try to call my parents. And we're not <laughs> having all of this. That's why I had to break up with this ass. But anyway, I was, I was still going to have sex that night. I was like, well, I still just need to try it out. If I can, I, I think it's going to be painful. So, um, if I go ahead and knock out the pain now with him, I can get to the good stuff with the next guy, right? I'm crazy. So anyway, we, um, we didn't get the hotel room we ended up fucking in the car it was so painful luckily both it was a big car and both of us were short so um the space wasn't an issue but it was painful he finished quick it wasn't good I mean that's to be expected but it just wasn't a pleasurable experience and I wish I would have waited for the second guy I had sex with so it would be better um so 24 year old virgin keep waiting because I'm still mad about that. And sometimes I just be lying. I'm like, that's not, I didn't have sex with him. I had sex with the next dude I was with because he was trifling, but the dick was hitting right. Okay. And that's my cocktail. <laughs> okay. T, okay. do you have a cocktail for us? Oh my goodness. I mean, I am so, I mean, I also had a very similar experience like you mm-hmm. um, in, in that I lost my virginity really, really young. Um, I think this is the first time I've ever said this, but I was 14. I was just shy of being, you know, 15. Mm -hmm. And it was with a guy that like, like you, I was also really curious. I kind of just wanted to get it over with, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, but he was definitely not the right person. Um, And he, we kind of just, it's one of those ambiguous, also high school kind of things. Like, are you really with him? He was like the bad boy. And I was like the good schoolgirl. And I, you know, we had sex and it hurt. It sucked. And it wasn't even pleasurable. Like it it was, you know, really all for him. Mm -hmm. And, um, but the worst thing about that was he then turned around in school, told everyone that I was a slut. What? I was so, yeah. And I was so upset because he was my first, the first person I've ever had sex with. Mm-hmm. And he goes out and it, like, just kind of bragged about it. And like, it was so traumatic. However, luckily my parents, we moved mm. from that little town to the next high school I went to. And so I kind of had luckily a fresh start. But for me, that was something that I was just like, this is fucked up. Like, it, you know, you are sh- slut shaming me, you know, as like, a, like, I'm your conquest. And so it yeah. really pisses me off, you know, even to this day. And so, but at the same time, like, it made me tougher. And, mm-hmm. you know, I worked really hard in school. And so, yeah, like. That's like it, a Lifetime movie. I remember in high school when that mo- that Lifetime movie came out, She's Too Young. Did your parents make you watch it? Kiki? I chose to watch it. You know, I love me a good Lifetime movie. It was mm-hmm. good, too. All the little girls started getting syphilis. Mm-hmm. And do y'all remember 13? 
when he got the girl pregnant somebody got pregnant i don't remember right? somebody got pregnant but there was like a bad girl and a good girl turned bad and one of them had a tongue ring but they were only 13 they're doing drugs and fucking everybody Mm-mm. well that wasn't a lifetime, lifetime movie that was just another movie movies. but yeah i mean i love the movies with the little fast girls coming of age stories if you will <laughs> obviously we have a sex podcast <laughs> we were the fast i was girls. curious and some of that shit scared me but yeah yeah I hate that he did that. Mm. Thank you so much for coming yes. on to Cocktail. And thank you for the thank gifts, you for having me too. Let everybody know where they can find you, how they can get the toys, if you have any specials. Yeah. So right. So if you want to find me on my Instagram, I'm at designer ti one word designer ti and then also for craves um you can go to lovecrave.com that's one word l-o-v-e-c-r-a-v-e.com and uh, we are actually having an election night special mm. um but i don't know when this is going to come out so it may or may Thursday, not be next relevant Thursday. but oh, it's next thursday mm-hmm. okay uh so it actually it's 24 hours so it's going to be over literally in about like seven hours so but but, but if you want some future sale announcements, just get on our mailing list because that's the first place we announce it to our closest um, subscribers. Cool. Make sure y'all do that so that y'all can upgrade your yeah, sex thank toys. You. So fun. Yes, mm-hmm. thank you. It was great meeting you. Great chatting with you. And remember, you guys, yeah, so um, follow us too at Cocktails Podcast. Um, I'm at Kiki Said So. I'm at Coffee Bean Bean. And don't forget about our Patreon, patreon.com slash cocktails. We do new bonus episodes every Monday. And make sure your post notifications are turned on for the Cocktails Instagram because we have some announcements coming for some giveaways and some other fun stuff that's coming up with us. So until next week, you guys, goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. I'm sorry, but the person you called has a voice mailbox that has not been set up yet. Goodbye. Wait on the track.